Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Top pitching prospect Grayson Rodriguez made his Major League debut on Wednesday. Let's break it down on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, April 6th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris the Welsh. Let's talk about Grayson Rodriguez, who made his debut, and it looked pretty good at the Texas Rangers. Five innings pitched, two runs allowed, five strikeouts with 14 swinging strikes. Welsh, what did you see in this debut? And do you think that he is a must-roster player, uh, you know, wherever he might be available? Well, you know, I we can work our way backwards. I'm going to say yes, that he is a must-roster at this point. Uh, even though I know he's in replacement of Kyle Bradish, I would think it's pretty hard set that he's not going to be able to maintain this position. That is very, very, very good. And what was most impressive was he struggled early on, gave up a couple runs. You could think that could, with all the crazy preseason stuff, that could be the thing that takes him down. It didn't. He got better as the game went on, going up against... The single best pitching performance, if you want to look at it technically, especially from a swing and miss side, and Jacob DeGrom had 25 swing and misses in that game. He was overshadowed because he had 14 of them because of DeGrom. What I loved was the fastball. I've seen a couple other prospects. Kodai Senga was out there getting a lot of whiffs and stuff off the ghost fork. Drake Jamison off of the slider. He was able to do it with the fastball. Eight of those 14 came off the fastball, 36% uh, swinging strike percentage and a 39% CSW. The slider was on point of 50% um, whiff percentage. All of those things with him being able to recover make me think he's going to stay in this rotation and he really might already be a top 40 uh, starting pitcher for the season. And I think he's going to stick around. I love the performance. I love the bounce back. I love the poise. He was showing command late on and I really like what he was doing with the fastball. All right, let's go from the good to the bad. Unfortunately, we'll talk about Corbin Burns, who was hit hard by the New York Mets. He gave up six runs over four and a third innings pitched. Only three strikeouts, only five swinging strikes. The cutter velocity down 1.5 miles per hour. And over Burns' last 12 starts, dating back to last year, 5.02 ERA, 1.17 whip, just over a strikeout per inning. Well, I mean, look, we're only two starts in. I know it's a very small sample size, but... He kind of ended the season not great last year either. Are you actually concerned about Corbin Burns or would you be looking to buy low? Uh, this is a double-edged sword. I think I am a bit concerned right now because you see big velo dips. You see the cutter down almost two. You see the slider down two with the continuation of last year into this year. I don't like that. I don't think those are good signs at all. But there is kind of a panic level that can get overdone. And we also have to acknowledge April is the best buying opportunity for great players. There's no other month that is better for buying. Everyone is freaking out about Zach Gallon. Everyone is freaking out about Max Scherzer and everyone's freaking out about Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns can write this. He has a few more warning signs I'm concerned about more than Max Scherzer or a guy like Zach Gallon, but I think I could still buy on him if it's coming at a cheaper cost. It's something we have to monitor. If this velo downtick continues, 
It's not good. Matt Bush, reliever, had only two less swing and misses in this game than the starter, Corbin Burns. So he have to, you have to monitor him. And if he does bounce back, he'll never be at a good cheap price. I would go and test the waters and see what people are looking at. But I think from a worryometer standpoint, Frank, we're at three or four. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at as well. And I don't want to change too much. But again, it's, you know, he had a rough spring. Ended last year kind of weird, and now off to a rough start. First two starts. That is uh, Corbin Burns. We'll see where he goes from here. Let's end things on a positive note and talk about two pitchers you might want to buy high on early on in the season. Pablo Lopez, a revenge game at the Marlins. Seven innings, one run, eight strikeouts. That fastball velocity remains up. Using this new sweeper pitch, it was his most used pitch on Wednesday. He looked phenomenal, as did Jesus Lozardo. Seven innings pitched, one run allowed, 10 strikeouts to one walk, 20 swinging strikes total in this start for Jesus Lazardo. Welsh, I love both of these guys. What we've seen so far, Lazardo has nasty stuff. You know, I think, frankly, even better than Pablo Lopez, but Lopez has kind of reached a new level here that we haven't seen before, and he's on a new team. So I know that they have their injury concerns, but on a per-inning basis, I think both of these guys could wind up being top 24 starting pitchers. What says you? Yeah, I think they're right in that territory. Pablo Lopez is my number one trade guy right now, trade candidate to go, because I don't think he's reached the level where he's going to cost top 25, yet I love the mix. His sweeper was about 22% in his last start. It went to the number one pitch, like you mentioned, 15 whiffs. The fastball looks good. you got velo upticks. It's everything that you want to see if you're buying early. So I'm in on Pablo Lopez. Not to dismiss Jesus Lazardo. You know, one of the stats you talked about on the full pod, he had... Three of his pitches that he used in double digits, all three of those pitches had a six or higher whiff on every single one of those pitches. That's absurd. You usually see it across one pitch. Seven on the changeup, seven on the slider, six on the fastball. Velo's up. Both of these guys are buys right now, and I completely agree. They both can be top 25 SPs if things keep going in this direction. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.